G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. And look at all the places where Jerusalem is mentioned. You will find that God has a foreign policy. Like all other governments have a foreign policy, He's got one. And it's all focused on the nation of Israel and Jerusalem as its capital where He's placed His name. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Over the last three weeks, we've been looking at the names that God uses to reveal different facets of his nature, character and attributes. And as we've said a few times, we've only really scratched the surface, but it's been a fascinating study. And we're going to look at the last of these ones today, uh, looking at the name Yahweh Shammah. Yeah, this is a very unique name, and it's particularly important because of its uniqueness and what it's referring to. You would be aware, Robbo, of the book of Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, There's actually, I think, 48 chapters in that, 48 chapters in the book of Ezekiel. Some people think there's only 38 and 39. (laughs) (laughs) They're the focus uh, of a lot of Bible prophecy and end times Bible prophecy. Uh, But there's the very last nine chapters of the book of Ezekiel go into an extraordinary detail about the final temple. That will that will be beat all the all the um, measurements and the, how high it's going to be, how wide it's going to be, and w- where all the bits and pieces are going to be, and very very detailed. Uh, and there's then there's also another very famous chapter in Ezekiel, and that is chapter thirty seven. That's about the valley of dry yeah, bones. Great passage. It's fabulous, and but there is a lot of Christians think that it's actually applying to them. That you know you go through a dry spell, mm-hmm. and spiritually, and then God prophesies over you, and you come back to life with newness to life, and all that. That's not actually what it's talking about. It's actually talking about the nation and the people of Israel, the Jewish people, about how they would be decimated, at literally just a dead and broken people. And how God would be, bring them back, mm. that they would, he would knit their bones together and cover them with flesh again and then breathe life into them, that they would be set once again in their own land and they, they would become an exceedingly mm. great army. Yeah. And you could say, well, has that ever been fulfilled? Well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> it absolutely has. In fact, 70 years ago this year, yeah. that actually happened. A nation was born in a day and the people after the, the ashes of the Holocaust came back, and if you're talking about an exceedingly great army, you don't need to look further than, right. than the Israeli yeah. army. And you've seen, I guess, because obviously the Valley of Dry Bones, the the bones are all dismembered, you know, and they were all yeah. you know, separated and they came together. And even we've seen that with the way that uh, the Jews have all come back into the land of Israel over the last few decades. Yeah, it's amazing. In fact, that is uh, Ezekiel um, 37 is quoted by many people around the world, Jews, and I'm talking about unbelieving Jews or even Jews that are not even in the least little bit religious, and even they recognize Mm. there's something in this that's literally the picture of the rebirth and the reestablishment of the national people, the Jewish people. Amazing. What does that have to do with this particular uh, name, uh, Yahweh Shema, Yahweh Shema? Ezekiel 48 verse 35 says, The city shall be built 
and it should be 18,000 cubits round about. And the name of the city from that day shall be the Lord is there. That's what this name means. The Lord is there. Mm. Now, the reason why this is a very, very important name is because of its connection with the city of Jerusalem. Now, if something is that important to God that he actually wants to name it after himself, it's got to be important. So if it's important to him, then it needs to be important to us. And this is a verse that um, we mentioned uh, a couple of programs ago, I believe. It was 2 Chronicles 6, 5 and 6, and God was speaking, and he said, Since that day that I brought my people from the land of Egypt, I didn't choose a city out of all of the tribes of Israel in which to build a house that my name might be there. Nor did I choose any man for a leader over my people, Israel. But I have chosen Jerusalem, that my name might be there. And I have chosen David to be over my people, Israel. We know David, from his line comes Messiah, Jesus. But Jerusalem is the city where he said, my name will be there. Shema, mm. Yahweh Shema. Okay, now, if Jerusalem is important to God, then it should be important to us. But I know this is where people are going to say, oh, you're on foundations and you're getting political. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why I'm being political. And that is because God is being political. The whole world is fighting over this little speck of geography. Yeah. And he says, don't you touch it. That's mine. Mm. My name is there. That's where I'm going to have my throne. That's where I'm going to lead my government. That's where my Messiah is coming back and sticking his foot on the ground there. Yep. That's where my temple and mm. my house is going to be built. Now, why do we think it's important that a temple has to be built? Robbo, I've got no idea why God says there's got to be another temple. Mm. Because, you know, the New Testament tells us that we are the living stones in this living temple. So yeah. why on earth does there have to be a physical one? And Christians will fight about this. It's really not worth fighting about because his scriptures say it's going yep. to be there. Yeah. Why it needs to be there, I don't know. But I don't need to know. That's God's business. I just know that one day it's going to be mm. there. And it's going to be in Jerusalem because that's where he's put his name. So if you read the Bible and look at all the places where Jerusalem is mentioned, you will find that God has a foreign policy. Like all other governments have a foreign policy, he's got one. And it's all focused on the, the nation of Israel and Jerusalem as its capital where he's placed his name. That's where God says he is going to place his name, there. Mm. So that's my spot. Don't touch it. Yeah. And I guess it's where you know, people have been clever and said, oh, we'll make Tel Aviv the capital. But uh, you know, it's amazing the way that things have shifted back to Jerusalem even in recent months. Yeah. If you read Psalm 2. The second psalm, it talks about why are the nations raging, you know, and it says that all the kings and all the leaders, they get together and they plot and scheme to overthrow God and his anointed one. And God sits in the heavens and he laughs at them, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's when he says, watch yourself. You need to bow to me. Mm. And he says, because if you don't kiss the son or when he's going to come back, it's all over. Yeah. You'll be toast. So it's really, really important that we get an understanding of what's important to God. Is Jerusalem important to God? Yes, it is. Mm. Is the nation of Israel important to God? Yes, it is. Are the Jewish people important to, to God? Yes, they are. are the, is the Gentile world important to God? Yes, it is. Everything is important to God. If it's in Scripture, it's important to him. But let's not try to deny what's important simply because it doesn't fit with our politics 
or it doesn't fit with their biases or preferences. So this is this is something I I think Christians don't tend to understand as being so important because we tend to allegorize all of Scripture. Mm. Everything is an analogy, so therefore it can mean anything. It's like taking Ezekiel 37 and saying, it's about when I'm feeling spiritually dry. Mm. It's not what it's about. It's That's about a national people being reborn and given life again and purpose in a future and security. Yeah, That's what it's about. So we have um, an obligation, really, when it comes to the names of God, when we start to understand what's Im- important to God, when he wants to express himself, to demonstrate to us who he is, what he looks like, or what he thinks like, what's important to him, what his standards are, what his morals are, what his compassion looks like, what his righteousness is unbending, and yet his, he's got this, this shepherd heart that he wants to embrace and look after his sheep and he wants to heal them, but he also sees everything. There, you know, that you look at, um, uh, all of these names that we've been learning about over the past three weeks, you know, that God is all powerful. He owns us, but he's a shepherd who loves us and he's a healer who heals us, but he's got eyes and he sees everything. We can't get away from him. But he's also chosen certain places to place his name. And if they're important to him, then they should be important to us. We've mentioned this before as well in that very often as believers, we can be really influenced by what the world thinks is right. And we actually try to conform God to that. Mm. But when you read scripture, when it's contrary to what the world says, then it's incumbent upon us that we conform to God's word, not the world. That's right. Yeah, be not conformed to the Precisely. world. Precisely. But be transformed. Precisely. Wonderful study. As mentioned, we can always have um, yeah, more of the notes available to us online at division.org.au slash foundations. And there's loads and loads of names of God that I've actually included in the notes for this program. Just as a teaser, really, because when you start to get a handle on the complexity of God, you could literally study the different names of God mm. for forever. Yeah. And I've listed a whole raft of them in the notes. Use that as a launching pad <laughs> and go and, and study more about the names of God, learn more about his mm. character. We could have spent a whole year on it, I think, easily, throughout, yeah. throughout this uh, program of uh, Foundations. But check out the details there at Foundations uh, website, vision.org.au slash foundations. In the next program, though, we're going to be learning what doors and ear piercings have to do with each other. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.